Hello, this is Amel Mehenawi, and uh, we are with SEO 2023 Additional Insights. Amel, what's your additional insight for SEO in 2023? Um, okay, so my additional insight is really uh, specifically for e-commerce uh, stores to optimize their images, their product images, to show up on the Google's AR feature on search results. Right, okay. And I guess for SEOs that haven't looked into this so much, what is really Google's AR feature and where can users find it? Yeah, okay. So uh, the, uh, the AR feature is really about augmented reality and um, Google was uh, testing a lot in the last few years. And since 2019, it actually, um, uh, it, it, they added it to the search engine uh, result pages, mostly when you are on your mobile. And uh, the way it works really is once you have an image, a product image on, on your website and it's optimized for the augmented reality and you have a 3D model you know, of your image, then if you do, do you add actually the right tags uh, and you optimize it the right way, you can actually be featured on the Google AR. And uh, the way it works really, it's when you're on your mobile and uh, you see the, the you, there's an icon that actually adds, uh, Google ads uh, near the image that shows that it's, uh, it's an AR. It looks like a cube, a 3D cube. And then when you click on it, so you can project the, the, the image of the product in your real life environment, which is amazing. So if you are, for, for example, if you, are an e-commerce furniture store and you're selling office desks, for example, and you're, you have a 3D model of your desk and your office desk, then and you add, as I said, uh, a little bit of optimization using different tools, uh, using schema markups and optimizing the metadata. And if your product is showing up on the search results and someone looks at your office desk and then they click on uh, that um, to view it in their, you know, in, uh, with AR, they will be able to project it, it, for example, in their office and they can see how it looks like. So it's really a way that Google really wants to actually make user immersed in the uh, digital world in a way and make it make search more dynamic and interactive. So that's why they added this, uh, this amazing feature. And so far, not a lot of e-commerce websites are taking care, like taking advantage of it. So there is a lot of potential for e-commerce, you know, with augmented reality. Okay, okay. So lots to dive into there. Uh, firstly, what kind of reach is available through augmented reality listings like that? Um, for instance, how do Google make the decision for your listing to actually appear? Is it keyword related, I presume? And um, does it give those listings greater prominence when yes. they're available for certain searches? Yes, yes, uh, definitely. So really, as I said, Google's main goal and for the last uh, decade is really to ma make sure that the user are using Google uh, and staying longer on Google search results. And so this using, you know, three model of your products and, and it will give you the opportunity to show up in the image uh, carousel uh, when you're when somebody's doing a search about your product so as i said as i gave the example of an office desk so someone is looking for an office desk and your image is actually optimized for ar 
and uh, you have, as I said, the 3D uh, model of the, the product, you will be prominently showing up on the uh, AR feature. And uh, it's actually an additional opportunity for Google to make people stay on Google because from the search results, you will be projecting you know, the, the product in your real environment by staying on the search results. So by clicking on the image, the, the, as I said, the icon, the, the 3D cube icon, and projecting it. So, uh, or if it's a 3D image, you can actually see the 3D image. So it's going to be more and more prominent. And obviously, if you don't have it, then you will not show up. But if you have, if you already have the meta tags in place and adding specific uh, elements on your in your HTML, then you will have more chances to that, that Google will actually feature you in uh, in the uh, in the AR. Uh, right. Wow. So, so maybe Google are trying to build their own. Yeah, maybe they're trying to build their own 3D version of Pinterest, where people can actually gather up collections of um, potential furniture to have in their home in the future. And it's all very well and good for Google to keep people on their SERP, using their service longer. But um, do you have any data that um, indicates that people looking at these kinds of results are more likely to make a purchase? That's a good point. Uh, I don't have the, the stats, but I know that uh, big brands are currently using the augmented reality and uh, it really helps uh, with conversion because one thing it actually helps with is really making sure that the, the, the users, when they project the image in their environment, uh, they're going to be happy with how it's going to look like. So they, you will have less returns because usually what happens is if you buy a product, you don't know how it's going to look like in your, in your room or in your office or, you know, in your space. Then you bring it home, you put it, and then you're like, oh, no, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't work. So you return it. But having 3D model using the AR, this actually helps retain your customer. Okay? It helps really increase the conversion because customer can see how the product will, you know, will be in, in live, like uh, space. And at the same time, because if, let's say, they are trying to match their decor to whatever furniture they're buying, then you will have less, uh, they will have less return. So that's, that's really important. So big brands are using, as I said, uh, the AR, which, for example, um, you know, IKEA. So IKEA, they, they actually use it uh, in, um, they have their, their products and 3D model uh, images of their products. Um, and this can help, as I said, like help uh, the customers see and envision how it looks like in their environment, which is which is very important. So it's already being uh, implemented by some of, you know, big brands, obviously. My, I, th I think the challenge is for small, let's say small businesses, small e-commerce uh, website that don't maybe have the, you know, the team in place to help them make that happen. So right now, the best examples of brands who are using the 3D image, uh, beside IKEA, you have Home Depot also uh, that are using it. And they are actually, uh, you can actually see Home Depot products on Google SERP using what Google calls view in 3D. So uh, that's the feature, as I told you, the small icon uh, feature. And also you have Wayfair who also are using it. They have a feature, uh, if you go to Wayfair, they call it view in room, and then customer can see the furniture that they call whatever they are trying to purchase. They use, they can use it in their, in their see it, sorry, in their space. So yes, yeah, so as I said, the concern is m mostly for small businesses, small e-commerce who don't know how to do that. So they are missing out.
So how does Google, um, or how, how do SEOs rather actually get their images crawled and indexed by Google? Um, is it as simple as actually incorporating these images on a web page and using certain markup code to indicate that these images occur? Is it perhaps an RSS feed, um, similar to product feeds or, or something else? Okay, so uh, let's say in general, if you want to optimize, if you want your images to show up on the search results, obviously you have to optimize the images for, for SEO. So this is like not even talking about AR at this point. point. We're talking just regular images of your product. Okay, and then we will add the AR3 model component to, component to it. So first of all, right now as an e-commerce uh, website, you have obviously to optimize uh, your images and in SEO what we usually use and, and to help the bot and the search engine understand that this is an image and to explain what the image is about we use metadata so um, simply put we use uh, the, the we tell Google we use schema markup and we just describe the image to Google and tell Google this is an image this is the name of the image this is uh, we give a description and tell Google what's on that image and we use the alt tag. Uh, so alt, alt tag really is to actually alt tag has like two. Um, it helps with accessibility. So for people who actually uh, they they can't see, so they they are, they hear uh, what what's on the screen. So if you use alt tag on the image, it will tell them what the image is about. So that's you know something that we use. And also, uh, what's very important, um, it's the file name. The way you name the image file is important. You need, again, to tell Google what's, what's this image is about. So you would use the keyword that describes that image, and you will name the file uh, of that image. With, you, know, you will name the image with that, with that uh, keyword. Now, uh, the way you could, let's say, if, if we take it like in a ba basic way and try to explain it to you know, an e-commerce manager, someone who doesn't know about SEO. The way you think about it is by naming your your images with um, the description and the exact words that describe what's on that image. Um, what you're doing is you're actually helping the algorithm when they are indexing these images. It's easy for them to retrieve the the image that's relevant to whatever people are searching on the search engine. So let's go back to my uh, my. Office desk. So if you name your image office desk, uh, let's say L-shaped office desk, because it's an L-shaped, for example, uh, desk, and you add all the metadata information, what you're doing actually, you're making the making the bot for for the bots. Uh, you're simplifying for the bots the way that they can retrieve this image. If someone goes to Google, you know, and and they search for L-shaped office desk. You know, so it, the retrieval will be faster and it will be better because you are you are using the correct words. But if you name your image file image three two one x z, what it means nothing, you know. And if you're not using metadata to describe what's on that image, uh, first of all, you're not helping, as I said, the accessibility part. So people who can't, you know, see you, you, you know, they. They, they listen to the text, then they can't know what's that image, all right? So we're not helping there. But at the same time, your image doesn't have the correct, you know, words in the file name. There's no metadata to explain what the image is about. There's no alt tag to 
you know, again, give a, a good uh, relevant explanation of what the image is. So retrieving that in the index, well, like compare that, like unknown image one, two, three, XZ, whatever, and L-shaped office desk. Well, it would be easier to retrieve this one and return it on the search results. So it's very important to, to really take care of optimizing, as I said, uh, you know, the metadata, the file name, and the alt tag. So that's the first part of it. Well, I was just going to say in terms of file type, does the file type have to be AR uh, specifically? Because you can, uh, AR is a file type as well, isn't it? That's a good question. Yes, yes, I'm going to get to the AR. So I was, okay. I was really explaining the image in, in general. All right, now we'll talk about the, uh, when we go to the, um, to the AR and the tree modeling. Yes, the format of the image uh, is important. So once you have your really nice uh, high resolution uh, image of your product, you, know, you need to turn it in a 3D model, okay? And uh, the, the format for that should be, and this is actually uh, recommended by Google, it's uh, GLB. Okay, so uh, GLB is the format that you would use. And there's a lot of tools that can actually, the, you can create a 3D model with it. Uh, so you have some open source tools that you can use uh, to create uh, the um, 3D model. Uh, I can name, uh, I have no relationship with these tools. I'm just sharing with them, like sure. we're sharing them with you. It's like uh, you have the uh, Blender, which is an open source, easy to use, and you have SketchUp uh, that you can use to create a 3D model of your product image. These are open source. If you go with a commercial, there's uh, commercial tools you have, you know, I'm sure you heard about Odesk uh, Maya, like Autodesk Maya, which is like, you know, they, they specialize in this thing. So you, you make your image, 3D image, and then you use the format GLB. And once you do that, uh, you have to actually, Google recommends to use, obviously, a script. And the script is what we call model viewer. And this model viewer, when you um, take your you, URL of that image uh, with the uh, format GLB, and you add that model viewer script, you're telling Google that this is a 3D image. And that's kind of the format on a web page for, for 3D images to be read. It's going to be the GLB. Wow. So I'll tell you, um, yeah. it, it sounds, well, you've certainly shared a lot, but it sounds like you've still got an awful lot to share uh, about augmented um, yes. reality SEO. And I think we should perhaps park this conversation here, but hopefully we can continue this and actually have maybe a majestic webinar discussion panel specifically yeah, on cool. augmented reality SEO. That, that would be wonderful to have in the future. And hopefully we can get you back on for that. Thank you. That would be great. It was a pleasure. Thank you very much. Well, well, first of all, first of all, before you yes. wander off, um, you've shared what SEO should be doing in 2023. So now let's talk about what SEO shouldn't be doing. So what's something that's seductive in terms of time, but ultimately counterproductive? What's something that SEO shouldn't be doing in 2023? Okay, that's that's a great question. Well, we, I'm sure you heard uh, by now about uh, different AI tools, like AI content tools that uh, that are supposed to uh, to help us out. And um, so right now, we obviously as an SEO, we need to publish a lot of content. And uh, the currently, with all the different AI tools, we're spending. So they are supposed to help us, but we're spending a lot of time, uh, you know, creating this content with AI tools, but the content is not really optimized for human beings and for, and for the SEO at the same time. So they are really kind of 
uh, the tone is a little bit robotic and it's it may not offer as much value as it as it should be when it's done by a human being so we're we should not be spending time you know trying to create those ai ai content in a way that it's not optimized for human beings because at the end of the day yes we want our content to rank but we want people to read the content because we want people to reshare the content uh, you know link to this content and so on so i would say yes ai content tools are made for us to be more productive but the let's be careful about the way we're actually creating content using these tools to make it more productive and not counterproductive in a way Amo is a digital marketing consultant and you can find her over at latmultilingual.com. Amo, thanks so much for adding your additional insight to SEO in 2023. My pleasure. Take care. I've been your host, David Bain, and you've been listening to SEO in 2023 Additional Insights, a majestic series that complements the original SEO in 2023 podcast, video series, and book. Find out more over at seo in 2023. Dot com.